We are back, ladies and gentlemen, with another episode of Monday Madness. I'm your host, as always, James, and I'm joined by the man, the myth, the legend himself, Alan Jacoby. What is going maybe on? Maybe you've heard of me. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Just just maybe. Just know Probably. he's he's still a piece of shit. But um, <laughs> it's a sad day, Alan. I got to say, it's a sad really? day. Before, before we start, just everybody, if you're on Facebook, hit the share button, please. Facebook hates us. Just hit the share button. Subscribe on all the platforms. Whatever platform that you're watching on, hit the share. Uh, hit the like button. You know, uh, Come and say hi in the comment and in the chats and uh, come and hang out with us. Uh, it really helps us out. Um, Alan has been trying to uh, help me desperately with the shadow ban, and it's backfiring. He's shouting me out on twitter and i'll get four followers then i'll go negative after that i checked i checked because i did it again today and yeah i think you gained like 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 12 followers (laughs) no i gained i gained i gained uh like eight Eight. it went from one yeah like 180 to 188 or something like that yeah no it's an absolute disaster it's it, it sucks dude it's a it's a total shit show uh, but it is what it is. We got to ride the wave and eventually like I, sh- I sent Alan a video today or a picture today of my Facebook and how my accounts restricted. The last post that got flagged on my Facebook account was four months ago. Listen, I have 42,000 followers on Facebook and not even uh, I don't even think now like five to 10 percent. I don't think are seeing anything on Facebook and it's probably just going to be one of those things. I'm going to start another page and start from scratch again. Sure. I don't know. Here's here's the thing, guys. Uh, it really helps us out by sharing, commenting. It helps us be get around the algorithms that they have us in. Um, the only way that we can continue to reach a, a larger and broader audience is is through you guys. So we really appreciate uh, everything that you do for us. We can't thank you enough. But like I was saying, Alan, it's a it's a sad day today, Alan. It's a sad day. Um, we mentioned it last week at the end of the episode, but I figured I'd let everybody know that's tuned in right now. It's going to be the last Monday Madness for for some time. Uh, yeah, Alan, but I mean, is is it really a sad day? Are you, um, it's they're gonna see us on Tuesdays. They're gonna uh, see well, us yeah, you're gonna still see us. You're still gonna see us. But uh, what people enjoyed our Monday Madness show, so uh, it, it may be sad for many. We'll still be here. We'll still be gang banging on the government, your favorite domestic terrorists. But Monday's gonna be put on the shelves for a little while. We got a lot of things going on in our personal lives, and uh, we're gonna get things things going on Tuesdays and Fridays. Mondays will show up uh, as a pop up show every once in a while if some big news happens, but. Other than that, we'll be doing our regular Tuesday at 8.30 Eastern and Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern. So uh, make sure you tune into those shows going forward. And shout out to our sponsors, My Patriot Cigars, the number one cigars on the market. These things are unbelievable. Go to MyPatriotCigars.com, code WPRUSA for 15% off your order. These things are unbelievable. Pick up a sample pack, pick up a box, uh, find find the one that you like. My personal favorite is the Mark 48. Go to MyPatriotCigars.com. And can't forget our friends at Kush Creams. Go to CushCreams.com. 21-time Cannabis Cup award-winning Kush Creams. They are the best. They won 21 Cannabis Cups for a reason. Best pain cream I've ever used. They have regular lotions, shampoos, face creams, you name it. They got it. Go to CushCreams.com, code WPRUSA. Um, for, or Great 1776 for 15% off and Sirius CBD, the number one CBD on the planet. Go to Sirius-CBD.com for 15, uh, and put in code WPRUSA for 15% off. And once again, asking for your financial support. Now. Thanks, Bernie. Yeah, of course. Bernie always takes care of us. Our good, our good friend, our good friend, Bernie. So we got a lot to talk about today, Alan, between uh, Martin Luther King Day and the shit show that's going on around that, the, the, the statue, Joey Bagadona is just going 
uh, off the rails and just showing the entire world his dementia full in, in full swing. Um, and so I just on, on Joe Biden and I've been, I don't know if I asked this question on Twitter or if I, 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 or I was talking to somebody, I don't remember, but it's interesting because we're up to, I believe, uh, four different like, uh, sets of documents that so that we five, know of five, five alan five 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 okay five. okay five. and it's what's quite interesting is the people that are finding them and searching for them because if the first, the first set that was in november 2nd whatever it was mm -hmm. you would think by then as soon as the national archives and the doj were involved, especially the DOJ, that there would be a uh, a special, you know, we'll call it a task force, an FBI task force of agents, you know, chain of custody, you know, do doing things by by some sort of protocol where I'm not talking about, you know, no knock raids and stuff like that, but when these these things are found, that the maybe this FBI task force would be uh would would be there and say, okay, we got them. And then possibly if there is going to be ongoing searches, which obviously there are, that his, his private lawyers are doing searches and when maybe aides and whatever else, you would think that at least a representative from the FBI, corrupt or not, corrupt or not, but I'm not, take all that out of it. But when you have an army of agents show up at Mar-a-Lago Mar from a former sitting president who has declassification power and other things. And then you have this moron who is a sitting president, but when this happened, was not a sitting president. He was vice president. He had no declassification powers whatsoever. And maybe just ask you the question is, why is the FBI not involved? So or that we're seeing is involved. I mean, it's a great question, Alan. It's definitely a great question, but I mean, the answer is not that difficult. We know how corrupt the FBI is. Uh, they've been a weaponized organization that we're now finding out going back to the Martin Luther King days. Right. Uh, but, be, be, but on that, and I uh, agreed 100%. But I, so I think this is more of, because it's not even to the FBI, it's the DOJ, which we know is corrupt and weaponized because Merrick Garland, okay, he appointed a special counsel to investigate the, I want to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the Biden documents, Robert, her, oh, his name right. Is. Oh, right. But, but why not, why not notify? They didn't even say to the FBI, Hey, we should, let's, look. we should look into this. Let's go get involved in the searching. Now we have five different document piles oh. that we found. We don't know how many more there are. There's so much around this. This is so the gift that keeps on giving, Alan. It really is. I mean, it gets crazier and crazier and crazier as this story unfolds. Not only is the FBI doing absolutely nothing, not only are they appointing a complete political hack as a special counsel. They say he's a Trump-appointed Republican, but he's a complete political hack, and we'll get into that. Mm -hmm. But we found out yesterday, I believe, it might have been the day before, but I believe it was yesterday, that – Hunter Biden was renting the house that the documents were stored in the, the locked garage right. for $49,000 yes. a month. So, so now take that because the average house 
of that size was renting. I think the most expensive one was in and around five thousand a month. It was forty forty two hundred dollars, I believe. <laughs> Donald Trump Jr. did a whole thread oh, about yeah. it. So let's just say five grand. Let's just say five thousand. <clears throat> now, Hunter Biden, I think at the time in two thousand eighteen, was actually the owner of the home, and they were renting it out. Now, for forty nine thousand dollars. Well, okay. So now classified documentation locked in the garage, just chilling, hanging well, out. Well, we'll say that that's probably the case that the documents were in that house. Maybe not even in the garage. They're in the garage. Now we're in that house. Maybe there was more. We're talking maybe back to 2018. Mm-hmm. Was it a pay to play? Were there assets, Chinese assets, you could, whatever it might've been, you business people from Ukraine renting that home. For forty nine thousand a month, hey, well, you got to rent a home. Like that that. Month. But what, whatever is in the house is, oh, you know, you 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 can look at. I mean, you're gonna have access to. So, are there people setting up shop there for you know that they, they, they could be I there for a day? But I tell you, you got to sign a, a three month lease. Forty nine thousand dollars a month, Alan. It does not add up. I don't care what mental gymnastics that you no. want to do. Like no. forty nine thousand. We're talking like super mega mansion oh. house. So, and- where, so where is? So my question is: Did they have tenants for forty nine thousand a month, short term tenants? And if they did. Where is the list and where are the leases of those tenants? Who are they? What 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 was their involvement? Who rented the home? Because now, am I mistaken? It wasn't Hunter Biden was renting the house well, and paying. He was, he, he was renting it for forty nine thousand dollars as well a month. So he was the tenant and paying forty nine thousand a month. Yes. yes, he was a tenant paying forty nine thousand dollars a month. Yes. So who was he paying forty nine thousand dollars a month to? I think Joe Biden. But I thought he owned the house in two thousand eighteen. But I don't. Th- I think this is going back before 2018, Alan. So then there was. So is there? There's multiple. So then, there's multiple, there's multiple things going on here. But now maybe maybe I'm not maybe I'm not getting it right. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Were there not any other tenants? Was it just Hunter Biden renting the home for forty nine? I only heard it was Hunter Biden. The the tenant is something new to me. Well, no, 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 no. It, I I was under the impression that Hunter Biden owned the house and was renting it out now. But this also makes sense. Because now imagine you're Hunter Biden and you're renting this house, this mansion in Wilmington, Delaware, from your father for forty nine thousand a month, which again is ridiculous. Then, I, I mean, did did the home have a camera system back then? Maybe, maybe not. Were okay. there? Are, are there any? Will there be any records of me? I mean, obviously, there doesn't have to be because if 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 it's just Hunter Biden living in the house, I'd like to see that lease. I would like to see just in writing that Hunter Biden was paying $49,000 a month. There's probably one out there if it hasn't surfaced already. But then who was Hunter Biden having over? Was that, was, was that again the, the, uh, the, the Coke-powered hooker parties with uh, businessmen from all over the world, like Ukraine and China and Russia and and they were there and banging hookers and, and reading classified documents. I mean, was it a classified document reading party? It it, it might have been. I'm considering 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 that this house and his Delaware home has they just lost the the, the visitors logs all of a sudden. We can't have, we have no visitors logs where a quarter of this guy's presidency has been spent down in Delaware. There's no visitors logs. Did and- they- 
did they purposely not keep any? Or, or or did they get rid of them and destroy them? What are they hiding? Either way, either way, they're hiding something. If they oh. if they're not keeping them, or they got rid of them and destroyed them, there there's something they're doing something. Trump yeah. Trump made a statement today saying he's like, yo, Mar-a-Lago is a very highly secure place. There's cameras everywhere. Secret Service night writes down everybody who knows everything, and he's like, I have files on everybody. Like, if <clears throat> if um if I was Joe Biden. The sitting president and I was an evil corrupt fuck. I would make sure that there were absolutely no visitor logs at all because I would rather it be if I was him that no, we don't keep visitor logs for my personal home as opposed to there were visitor logs kept and someone's gonna leak that they were destroyed or made to be or disappear. You would be better off just not keeping them at all for your personal home. I mean. That's what I would do. It makes, but I, I I agree. That's that's a that's what I would do. But at the same time, it raises many questions for the American public. It, it's there be a lot of questions. It, it it's something that can't that they're trying to make go unnoticed and sweep under the rug. But I don't think that they can do that. Like I I really don't, especially with the president. I mean, they can make anything disappear. And, and, and part of me, Alan. Part of me, Alan. The more that they're covering this story and the more that they're talking about mainly the the legacy media, the mainstream media that's talking about this, mm-hmm. it leads me to believe that they're using this to set something up because they don't cover anything. We have yet to get a peep about the Twitter files. We have yet to get a peep about anything, like anything that's important or of substance, the, 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 the SCOTUS leak or nothing. We get nothing. But this story particular, in particular, they decide to go ham on and cover it all the time. It makes no well, sense. Well, it, it, it does make sense if you think about it another way. It makes sense to the fact that this could be the big play that the Democrats – we're either planning or waiting for the opportunity to plan. I'm going to say to planning, how are we going to safely and efficiently exit this guy? Because I agree. That's where I was going with this. Yeah. Like it's time to put him out to pasture. Maybe, maybe. And this is a double play for them. Think, think about how they could use this optically. Um, if they do it that way, if this is what if 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 this is exactly what they're trying to do, Alan, and they're trying to put him out to pasture mm-hmm. now is every single Twitter pundit. They're all saying the same exact thing. Oh, Joe Biden's a stand up guy. He doesn't lie. He's not a thief. Donald Trump's a, an arrogant piece of shit. He's a racist. He's a liar. He's a thief. So this is why Joey Bagadonis did nothing wrong. And Donald Trump is a, is a criminal. Meanwhile, they never mention the fact that it's completely legal for the president to do what he did via uh, executive privilege. And the, the vice president has no legal authority to do any of that. They never talk about that. So no. Now going now all of a sudden they use this on Joey Bag of Donuts like oh Joey Bag of Donuts he did something illegal he wasn't supposed to now he he's he he has to resign he has to step down now 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 Joey Bag of Donuts did the right thing Trump it's your turn to step down and not run for president because you did the same exact thing you did what Joey Bag and this is what I think the media is going to run with and this is why they're trying to use this it's a double whammy for them they can get rid of Joey Bag of Donuts and put him at the pasture and at the same time attack. Trump's 2024. And run. they will, but they would, but it wouldn't make a difference because again, number one, Donald Trump would not say, okay, I'm not going to run. Of course, in 2024. Not. Of course no, not. it's, we know, we know that, you know, he was a sitting president. 
It, it, it doesn't matter. Oh, he was president. He had to resign. It's all blowing up in their face. Alan, and- we know this. We know this. But the, the, the Americans that are, are listening to JoJo from Jers and the Brooklyn Defiant are sitting here like, yeah, Donald Trump's an evil man. He's he, he would have never watching The View. And they're sitting here like, oh, Donald Trump, he did something way illegal. He, he should be removed. Joe Biden, he's a good guy. He would never do anything wrong. He's cooperating, guys. He's giving everything over. Transparency. Transparency. And we so the media is going to run with it. And what do you think these NPCs, are, these NPCs are going to think? Oh, Donald Trump should recuse himself from running for president. He should not be allowed to. They should. They 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 could think that all they want. They can cry it. They're going cry to cry it from the rooftops, and then they have to realize. And this is something that's not, I don't think, done enough on Twitter. Which I, I started doing it a little bit, and I'm going to keep doing it. People like that you who you just who you just mentioned. Oh, just just uh, wait. We got we got some surprises yeah. from them today. Brooklyn, Brooklyn Defiant, the, the him who's got 1.1 million followers. Then you have JoJo Jers. She's got almost 800,000 followers. And every day they're, you know, putting out there, Joe Biden is great. Trump is a criminal. These people and so many more. When you have a hardcore, hardcore Democrat, hardcore GD. liberal that yes. has a tremendous, tremendous following and they're doing nothing but Donald Trump. They are paid operatives. 100%. They are paid operatives. The Democrats are very good at doing this on social media. They will pay large accounts to praise Joe Biden or just praise Democrats and shit on Republicans. And then they will pay smaller accounts, hundreds. And and, and I'm not talking about bot accounts. I'm talking about real people. Real people, absolutely. That that all their sole job is to find conservative accounts to rip on them. Like I have a regular one that rips on me every day and I don't block them because I want, I, I, I they have like 300, 600 followers. And I think his profile picture is literally of Stuart Griffin from the family guy. And he's got some stupid name and literally is like, you know, Trump this Trump that and everything that I'll post or not everything, but a lot of things I'll post, he'll come up with some ridiculous left leaning argument, a lot of mental gymnastics done. Yeah. And and I won't engage with it. And that's what people have to realize on Twitter is these, these crazy liberals that are coming out of the woodwork. When you post something, it's they're being paid to do it. It's it's 100% without a doubt. They are being paid. But this is, this is, this is the game that this is why we're losing the culture war. This is why, uh, you constantly you don't see any cool kids at the table for for Republicans like this. This does, the, the Republicans don't do this. And and as much as I I, I don't think it should be done or it should be stopped, but th- this is the game that's being played. And if we don't play this game with them, we're we're going to lose. The Republicans are playing it. Conservatives are playing it, but they're not. So like what I mean that they're playing it is they're inf- right leaning influencers that are taking to social media and trying to you know level the playing field with them. And in, in a lot of cases, it'll work. And but again, what I mean, you have these you have these large accounts. And you think like, oh, look at this guy; he's got one point one million followers. That's because he's paid, and they basically dumped money into his Twitter account to attract following to his page so they're always being looked seen in in oh uh and recommended if you're if you're following a bunch of liberal pages and recommended to me dude like i like recommended to me it's it's crazy like i'm like i have no way i'm every time i see them i just i leave a ridiculous 
comment just just blowing up their narrative. And then another part of this whole Joe Biden maybe getting rid of him is uh and and I I'm I'm going to like not so much that they have to say to to Donald Trump, "Oh, now you have to re- re- uh, pull out of the race." Cuz I think just, that's where they're going to go with it. But that's not the big thing. They, they, they because they know that's a losing battle. They, they knew the impeachment was a losing battle. Yeah, they, but, they knew a lot of these battles that they take up were losing right. battles. It's the it's they, the, like the narrative that they can the, the that they can try to push out into the American public. They might run with that, but I think the the what they'll try to do because now that they know they're only pandering to their base, they know that. So mm-hmm. what they're going to try to do is they're going to try to if if this would have happened and, and Joe Biden leaves and the the vice president Kamala Harris becomes the president now they have to show that they're going to try to rebuild this inclusive progressive democratic party and then they're going to try then they'll find a vice president to to a point right mm-hmm. and then because right now January 21st I believe is the date where if Joe Biden resigns after January 21st and Kamala Harris becomes vice president, she can finish out the two years and get elected two times and serve 10 years in the presidency. So, I mean, who, I, I think so. I, I, no, I think that that's definitely, I'm not saying I think so. That, that's definitely possible. Yeah. But I, I don't think that they're going to push Kamala, man. I, I, I really don't. The, the, I don't. I don't. Well, well, well what I, they do is she, she she's going to finish out, whether she's a placeholder or not, she becomes the president. We'll finish out, yes. But, but now, now they have two years, and if they have the right vice president, they have two years to either make her look like a goddess. Which is which, not possible. Uh, listen, listen, anything's possible because they she may already have. less than they, 1% in the primaries okay. in 2016. Listen. Or 2020. Listen, that anything is possible. Less you don't one. know. It doesn't matter. You no, don't know. Likes her. You Okay. Even California doesn't like her because what you do with prosecuting people. You have no idea what these people are capable of doing and making. You ever see that movie? You ever ever see that movie Trading uh, Trading Places with Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy? Yes, yes. Literally, literally Kamala Harris is the the wannabe legless vet uh, and Eddie Murphy. They could take her and they they can literally have two years. You can polish a turd. It's still a turd. Oh, well, absolutely. But that polished turd could look like a hero. I, I, to the I, left. I saw I saw your, your friend, Mike Crispy, who we got to have on the show soon. Um, he, he put up a poll. He goes, are they are they going to bring Big Mike to the table? Big Mike. So, I mean, that, that's that's talked about all over. I mean, and, and I, I, I I've been saying I've been saying since the 2020 election, that that's their best ticket. They. They could bring, they could bring Michael in as vice president, and then possibly, yeah. Now all of a sudden, make her look like the hero, and mm-hmm. Big Mike comes in and saves the day and, as the president. And and, and Shim is going to run in twenty twenty four. That's Listen, what I think might be, so, might be on the table. I don't know if she'll get the yeah, VP spot, but I think she'll run. There are so many, so many, so many ways it could go. Oh, without. But, the Democrats are in full panic mode about everything mm-hmm. because they now have this. Re- they don't only the ones if this is a big plan by the Democrats to get rid of Joe Biden, 
which I'm not, I'm not sure if it is yet. I'm not convinced that it is. I, I, I'm leaning that way, but I, there's, I'm not 100%. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence because I think part of it could also be from the nefarious crap that was going on when he was vice president and all of the business dealings with Hunter and all the side deals and all the involvement and the big guy and all of that. It could be remnants of that, and it could just be surfacing. Or if it is a big operation by the Democrats to get rid of Joe Biden and try to rebuild the party and save face because they know they're going to have a problem against the big orange man. But it could, it, be, it, could be both. it could be. It could, it could be. be. I mean, because really, th- really think about the Hunter Biden laptop. Really think about uh, what's going on with all of that information. And with the, now it's coming out with a Republican-run Congress, and it, we are already getting investigations and committees put together. People are already getting pulled off committees, et cetera. They, they, they could be trying to get ahead of this before all this Hunter – because you, you said it last week that they're shifting from going after Hunter Biden to going after Joe Biden. Which, and they, all this, should. which they should. But – but now all of this comes out. So it could be a combination of both where the Democrats are like, all right, well, he's kind of fucked. Like we're going to lose him anyway. So maybe we can use this to then try to somehow spin the narrative with the media that we control and say, Oh, look, orange man did the same thing. He shouldn't be able to run. And, 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 and try to use it to their advantage because they're fucked either way. So it's like, all right, we got to use this chess piece and then they can insert the person that they really want because maybe Kamala Harris is a sitting president, but she could pick any VP that, that, that she wants really. So yeah. she has she has the pick of the litter oh, and wh- whoever not pick anything. No, of course not. Of course not. But whoever gets picked and selected, I think is going to be the one really sitting as the acting president where Kamala is just a, 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 a face well, and then, then 2024, they'll put that person up, which it could be big uh, move. I actually think the best, the best call would be, um, bring in Susan Rice as VP. If Kamala Harris becomes president, bring in Susan Rice because she's running a lot of the show anyway between her, between uh, the handlers in the White House and the Obamas, mm-hmm. and then 2024. When it's all set up, unless, of course, Democrats going to c- cut her throat by 2024. Possibly. Then if they really want Michelle Obama to run, they ditch Kamala Harris and say, thanks for holding the spot. You did two years. Kamala Harris will try to run in the primary to show, hey, you're not dropping me. She'll lose. She'll lose in the Democratic primary. Yep. Michelle Obama would come and run in 2024, and maybe it would be an Obama-Rice ticket. And they would then give Susan wow. – let Susan that Rice – the VP spot and on the national ticket for all of her good deviant service and bending well, to the Obamas all these. I mean, the, Su- Susan Rice, I think, wields a lot of power. Uh, I think Susan Rice is the ghost president. When you when people ask me who yes. do you think is running the show, I say I think Susan Rice is the I, ghost I, president because it's Barack Obama in his jogging suit in the basement, and it's Susan Rice. Uh, she, she she played a major role in running the Obama administration to begin with. Like she she was heavily involved. She's also on the board with Barry and Big Mike on Netflix. Just a coincidence. Um, it, 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 it's interesting. But here's and not to mention. Hold on, one more thing. Not to mention. I know, I know we're going to get there. Yeah, the big segue into the Michelle Obama presidency could be because they just erected a statue in Boston. Oh, the Big Mike penis. statue. Of her penis for $10 million in Boston. Big Mike! I don't know if anybody saw that. It was the- it was hysterical watching this thing get unveiled. Like, what the fuck is it supposed to even be? 
It's supposed to be based off a photo of Martin Luther King, and I believe uh, it was a Coretta Scott King, an embrace photo. And basically, if they would have finished the sculpture and put their heads on it, we would have understood what it was. But no, it's just arms and hands, and the way it looks is at one angle, it looks like a big giant penis, and the other angle, or it could be like a big lumpy turd. Yeah, either either way, either way. $10 million. Of course. It's a great way to attract people to Boston, guys. Great way to attract people to Boston. And literally, there was a kid, there was a kid quoted, there were reporters there, and a kid was like, oh, mom, dad. It looks like a giant penis and was quoted in a paper for saying that. <laughs> and then someone else yelled out, Yeah, man, it looks like one big dong. Like <laughs> it's like like Sean, like, yeah, man, it's like one big dong. Like, you so, know the last thing I want to touch on about the uh the hunter by the rental property that's going on um is what hookers with what Donald Trump Jr. said. And and he tweeted out, how many homes in Joe Biden's home town in Delaware rent for $50,000 a month? I'll go out on a limb and say the answer is zero. Definitely not a kickback, the 10% for the big guy or another form of fraud, folks. I'm sure it is as legal as all of Hunter Biden's other dealings. And right. he said, that's the most expensive home I could find, uh, I could find for rent on Compass and Willington, $4,500 a month. You're telling me that a humble public servant, Joe's house, is worth 11 times more than this, and it's not a scam? Come on, man. And then he goes, as a real estate guy, I am truly amazed that I missed the arbitrage opportunity in Delaware real estate where annual rental income could almost equal an entire value of the property. If this is consistent, folks, every every should be Everyone should be buying it almost like it's too good to be true. The next question a so-called journalist should ask Joe Biden should be, have you ever collected rent from your son Hunter? And if so, how much money did you collect? Of course, none of the media will actually ask this question, which proves they are not in fact journalists. It's, it's the most ridiculous story I have ever heard in, in my entire life. It's, 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 sitting here and saying, yeah, Joe, no crimes are committed. Nothing happened. It, it well, I mean, they they have to prove the crimes, but it, it it's not ridiculous if you think about what uh, crimes probably were committed oh. and 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 why. I want to like I, I have there has to be a lease or I mean maybe not maybe it's a month to month between a father and a son forty nine thousand dollars. First of all, wouldn't you want to give your son a discount? Or I guess it wouldn't matter because if you know a, a, a discount for a house like what's a discount like hey maybe maybe you could rent for fucking forty five hundred dollars the going rate or <laughs> how about your my son just live in the house for free yeah for real you're you're worth billions of dollars <laughs> live there I mean, for free. why don't you buy your own house why don't you just buy a house dude makes no fucking sense meanwhile classified documents are there and and then they hire this this clown robert her as the the special the special counsel counsel so that ties to the russia gate nonsense apparently they they're they're all yeah here's, here's cash patel on robert her 
just want to say something on a special counsel real quick. This guy, Robert Hur. I want your audience to know because your audience and you are some of the best investigative journalists we have out there. Everybody's saying, oh, my God, this guy's great. He's a Trump appointee Republican. Let's examine Robert Hur for 60 seconds. When Rod Rosenstein was the attorney general, when Devin and I were leading the Russiagate investigation and sent Rod Rosenstein a dozen congressional subpoenas for DOJ and FBI docs about their corruption, they blocked him. Do you know who Rod Rosenstein's number one attorney was, the number three officer at the DOJ? Rob Herr. Do you know what Rob Rosenstein did in meetings with myself and congressional leadership? Bartered the confirmation process of Robert Herr for U.S. attorney for trading off of documents for congressional subpoenas that we had wow. lawfully issued. Whoa, and they didn't give us everything. Robert Herr was also the guy, and we've got the receipts. Dev and I are going to put these out later today that actually emailed DOJ attorneys to blockade the Nunes memo from its release because Robert Hirsch said it would harm national security. This is Robert Hirsch, the new special counsel. This is why he needs to be the first one subpoenaed by Jim Jordan's weaponization of Congress committee. And I hope he goes out there and lies because we already have the receipts and the FOIA machine needs to be cranking to get those documents if the subcommittee won't get them. But their emails, they exist. The meetings happen. There's several witnesses. And here's the kicker. Rod Rosenstein went to Congress in 2018 and lied about the entire scenario with his sidekick, Robert Hur next to him. Remember when he threatened to investigate me and Devin? But weeks ago, we found out him and Robert Hur authorized the subpoenas against me as the chief investigative counsel for Devin Nunes on the House Intelligence Committee. And oh, by the way, Robert Hur and Rod Rosenstein signed the FISA warrant application that was full of the bogus intel and the fraud and corruption of the FBI. I, that are government gangsters of the first order. I don't know, Cash. I mean, I, I think people might still think that Rod Rosenstein is a good guy after all the things you've just said. <laughs> he's, he's the greatest. <laughs> Can you this is the yeah. guy that they appointed. Yeah. Everybody's but, cheering. But, like, oh, we got a Trump appointment. He's another establishment cuck. They're not going to do anything. Well, you know, the left will say, just like they did with the FBI director. And because this is this is their argument, too, is is, you know, well, well, Trump appointed this guy. So why shouldn't he be trusted? Why isn't that a good thing? Well, Donald Trump appointed the FBI director and he's turning out to be a corrupt piece of shit. Well, Donald Trump appointed uh, Millie and 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 look at him and Donald Trump appointed Bill Barr and look at him which by the way which by the way everybody and I put this out on Twitter it's very interesting Bill Barr is very quiet on this entire Biden scandal because I have yet not one people today I have not heard him give a spot anywhere unless I miss something on the Biden document issues he talked a lot about it with Trump. And, and 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 served on the Trump administration, but he has not said anything not one uh, about Joe Biden. I wonder why. Where's Where's old Bill Barr? I wonder if I wonder if his dad hiring uh, Jeffrey Epstein to teach calculus at Dalton uh, <clears throat> has anything to do with it. Oh, yeah, uh, and, and and I said all that because Donald Trump was never in politics. He ran for president. Nobody expected him to win. Nobody. Right. We. A lot of people thought, eh, we're going to be stuck with this wench, Hillary Clinton. This is just bad. And Donald Trump won, which they had to work overdrive. And the people, the bureaucrats, the swamp dwellers around D.C. that anchored themselves to people 
and were able to manipulate people that surrounded them that that Trump surrounded himself with. And he surrounded himself with some shitty people also who were helping make decisions who maybe could have been it could have been a plan all along to get some of these really bad people to that looked really, really good in Trump's eyes or the people he was depending on to help him in the in the whole transition and getting his staff and cabinet together. And that could happen to anybody. Listen, there are still people that Trump surrounds himself with right now that are just not good people. Snakes. That, 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 that yeah. Establishment, cucks, They're, they're there themselves mm-hmm. and, and, you know, they, but there were, there were really good ones. You know, Cash Patel is a really good one. You Devin know, Nunez. Uh, Devin, uh, Christina Bob, she's another yep. very good one. There mm-hmm. are quite a few, you know. And- Shout out to Cash Patel. I got to meet him a couple of weeks ago. I was walking out of the UFC fight uh, and I'm walking across on the street by T-Mobile Arena. And I'm there with my girl and I'm a few drinks deep and I'm looking and I see this little Indian guy. And I'm like, that looks like Cash Patel. I'm like, yo, Cash. He turns around. I'm like, oh, it's Cash Patel. I'm like, yo, what's going on, man? I'm good friends with Roan from Steaks for Breakfast. I listen to you on there all the time. Love, love <laughs> what you're doing. Had, had a nice little conversation with him for a second. Um, but uh, he's a true patriot, man. And uh, he's originally, his parents, I think, are still there. They live like, tw- like, uh, like 20 minutes from me, maybe 15 minutes from me. He's a, he's a big Rangers fan. He's a big yeah. Rangers, Rangers guy. Um, he's, a, he's, a, he's a Long Island boy. That's right. He is a Ranger fan. Big Rangers fan. I'm a Devils guy, so he can kick rocks with that. But uh, you, you see how the establishment works, man. This is this is what they do. They they keep they keep their guys close, and they all they they make them look like they're Republicans or they're working with Donald Trump. When in reality, they've been sleepers the entire time. There's there's sleepers everywhere. People that present themselves one way, say one thing to Donald Trump, and then do the complete opposite and and stab him in the back throw him under the bus once he fires then they write this tell-all book and tell everybody about how john donald trump's this traitor and he's he's the worst president ever with zero evidence all right all all opinion and all third party like i know this through this person and this person and this person because of this person um it, it's never it's all hearsay it's never factual evidence backed by actual fact it's it's nonsense but Today is uh, is Martin Luther King Day, and we were talking about the statue that was unveiled in Boston. It looks like Big Mike's Big Mike's cock. Um, on a, on a lighter note, on a lighter note, Joey Joey Biden he went out there today and sang Happy Birthday to uh, one of Martin Luther King's. Uh, I think it was, his, it was his grandson's, or was it grandson's wife? I believe. For- Forgot her name. So I think you forgot what planet he was on. I'm pretty yeah, sure you forgot what planet. Day, the honorees, uh, including your wife, uh, who I understand, uh, the birthday today. Well, look, my wife has a rule in her family. When somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? Happy birthday to you. Oh, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Valley. Well, dear uh, 30, but you got to. 
Dude, he's the gift that keeps on giving, dude. It's it's hysterical. It is. Oh, and by the way, the, the the logo he's behind, the National Action Network, gets mm-hmm. the one and only race baiting, biggest racist out there, Al Sharpton's organization. This is oh, where we used to love is, Donald Trump. By the way, yes, this is where our sitting president um, went on Martin Luther King Day to spend. He spent the day with uh, r- ridiculous white hating, police hating, uh, just anything that has to do with whiteness hating Al Sharpton. When he got stabbed back in the 80s, they should have twisted the knife or pulled it out and shoved it in his throat. Um, yeah, Al Sharpton, the modern-day corn pop. Garbage. Absolute trash, this guy. Um, it's an a- absolute joke. It, it, and the fact that this is this is not broad... Like, imagine Donald Trump did this. The media would have a field day. An absolute field day of him of him doing this. It, it's it's an absolute joke, and you see what's going on on Martin Luther King Day, and every single one of these paid pundits that we were talking about earlier, they have the same exact talking point. They're all sitting here saying that, oh, I can't believe the Republicans are saying uh, happy at Martin Luther King Day. They're the most racist people. Blah blah blah. Whatever whatever it is, and and. It's hysterical. So here's a couple of the tweets that I pulled from Twitter of these of these clowns. Brooklyn Dad Defiant, my guy. I love this guy. Yeah. Lauren Bobert would have been spitting and throwing eggs while Dr. King marched past these protesters. Change my mind. And it's, it's she tweeted a Martin Luther King quote. So again, this is somebody. Okay. Brooklyn Wait. Dad Defiant. There's more. I'm just saying, I just want to point this one out. He's just he's a paid operative by the Democratic Party to specifically his marching orders are specific and he's following them to the take. Oh, he found Lauren Boebert, put something out very nice and respectful for Martin Luther King into celebrating the day and his legacy. Okay, and then they have to shit on that and just make up a lie. Now, you know, how, how what would give the inkling that Lauren Boebert or anybody for that matter, if they were there back then, would be throwing eggs at Martin Luther King. I mean, this is how stupid and simple-minded so people are. They don't even realize that Martin Luther King was a Republican. Like, right. but, he voted he voted Republican in most cases. But even whether he voted Republican, whatever it was, it's just this tweet, and there are there is every day right. there's so many more like it. Ready? Here we go. There's more. Yeah. Don't worry. But just it, it's oh. people have to know. They have to realize, like, especially on on the right, that these are paid operatives. But the problem is, is is they they are amping up their leftist libtard base with this because, and they eat it up. They eat it up. I'd like to nominate Ron DeSantis' tweet today for the fucking audacity tweet award, and it's another quote from Martin Luther King. Watching so many people who get triggered by the phrase Black Lives Matter, quote, Dr. King is some kind of amazing. Well, okay. So there you go. And and I didn't I, I would I would argue that. I would I would have argued that because again, change my mind for those people that think the Black Lives Matter movement today that Dr. Martin Luther King would be involved anywhere Absolutely. near. No, no, you know, the Black Lives Matter of today is what 
the Black Panthers were back in the 70s, back in the 60s, back in the, you know, okay? So even worse, in my opinion, because the Black Panthers were actually organized. They had had rules of engagement. I I just mean the level of violence of what could happen. But, right, they're haphazard and, and they're not organized. Okay. Mostly like, white liberals, actually. <laughs> Let's be yeah. real. It's it is like, mostly white liberals. Black Lives Matter could have been, could have, if they stayed on the course, they could have been an organization of activists that maybe could have gotten things done that they wanted to get done. But instead they were hijacked by white liberals and they were exploited and they ended up being a useless, violent, domestic terrorist organization that raised millions and millions and millions of dollars and hoodwinked everybody and stole all the money. And no one has done any investigative, real investigative journalism. I'm not just talking about the documentary that Candace Owens made about all the information that we already fucking knew. I'm tired of everybody kissing Candace Owens' ass because she's a fucking grifter. We were but, all talking about it. But, but like... They did nothing. Show me where the Black Lives Matter library. People don't realize. Yeah, they, they didn't help any black communities whatsoever. No, people don't realize that Susan Rosenberg is on the fucking board. The domestic terrorist who tried to bomb the Senate no. chambers that Bill Clinton pardoned before he left pre- for his no. presidency. Like people forget that she was on the board, that they bought million dollar mansions with the money that they, they raised. The, the, the amount of money that we wanted. No. Ridiculous amounts of money. It's it's absolutely insane. So you have you have you have have my man O'Run Jacob Jacobson with his Star of David. Then we have my man Robert Reich. Memo to the GOP: Please don't tweet about MLK's legacy while advancing policies that make it harder for Black Americans to vote. What policies make it harder for Black Americans to vote? Voter well, ID. Voter ID is racist. Racist. It's racist to think that a black man or a black woman can go down and get an ID for themselves. Yep. They're too well. So, so according to, according to this, it was, I forget who did the video, these college students at Berkeley in California, all white, all sat there, liberals all sat there and said, it's racist because black people don't know where the DMVs are. It's racist because black people can't pay cell phone bills to get themselves Wi-Fi. It's racist because black people don't have access to Wi-Fi because they can't pay it to, to have at their home. Black people are too dumb to know how to go about getting a driver's license. I, I wish I had that video of the guy on the street. white people. I, I, I wish I had the video of the guy that goes in the street in the, like the hood and he's like, yo, uh, do you have an ID? This is we're talking about the same guy. He's from New York. He went to Berkeley. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then he went to East Harlem and yes, he started right. asking black people, do you have an ID? And they're like, yeah. But do you have a cell phone? Uh, yeah. Do you know where the DMV is? Uh, yeah, it's over here on whatever street. OK. Yes. And then yeah. actually said, do you think it's racist when people say that black people um can't uh afford cell phones or can't afford wi-fi or can't afford to get to the dmv or can't afford the fees or can't afford this and they're like well yeah that's a little racist so rob, rob reich you and, sir are a racist and when they were asked do you have a problem if it was required of you to have an id to vote and they were all like no it's not racist that's actually that actually makes sense so they know who i am Again, I, think, I think we're gonna have to uh, make a new segment on one of our shows 
the you are racist uh, segment where we just bring up these tweets where we bring up these tweets and, and comments by these liberal pundits who think that they're standing up and virtue signaling for for minorities or doing something in reality they're just showing how racist they actually are like make a big stamp that says you are a racist yeah so, so here you have a a a white liberal pandering to blacks in order for some type of acceptance in their realm um, to, to just run with the narrative that white people suppress black people from voting. I'm sorry, but nobody sits there with black people on a line and says, guess how many marbles are in the jar? And if you don't guess it or come close to it, you can't vote. Sorry, Sam Bo, but you can't vote in this one. No, <laughs> it's not what happens. There aren't white people sitting there in cheats going, hey, boy. Do you tell me what two plus two is, or you can't vote in this here election? No, that's not what's happening. You there's, there's, there's no one standing at the voting booths and be like, ah, oh, you, you're black, you can't vote. <laughs> like, there's, there's, no, like, there's no white old man saying, all right, Sam, give us a jig. Come on, dance. Come on. And then you can vote. No, nobody's doing that. Nobody's oppressing black okay, people. Alan. <laughs> okay, Alan. Nobody. <laughs> oh, oh, is that, was that racist? You're absolutely right. Fuck out of here. And then uh, who else do we have here? Who's next on the list? Is it? Oh, Lakota man. Oh, another white guy. I love this guy. To Republican governors like Greg Abbott and Ron DeSantis, who are honoring Martin Luther King by removing books about him from their schools, I say, fuck you. Fuck you very much. Pardon my expletives. It had to be said, I had I have no shame. I'm just so over Republicans and their racist, hypocritical bullshit. Aren't you? Okay. okay. <laughs> Challenge accepted. You he's white, right? He looks white. He Another looks white fucking panderer. Let me pander and maybe black people will be my what friends. What books are they removing Listen, about Martin Luther King? I will give a hundred dollars for everyone out there who might be listening to go to their school library or library and find out and get me proof that they removed a book about Martin Luther King and I will mail you $100, no questions asked, as long as it's proven and verified. Because nobody is removing books of Martin Luther King. We're removing books of two guys blowing each other in a fourth grade library and talking about, hey, Harry wants to dress up as Sally and try to blow little boys in gym class. Those are the fucking books that don't belong in school. Martin nope. Luther King books are not being taken out of school. Peak okay. level Stop. clown world shit, dude. Stop. And this guy, this guy is one of my favorites because he's super aggressive. Like he's more aggressive than Brooklyn dads. And uh, he thinks he's so right about everything. This fucking clown. Uh, and he, and how many, how many followers does he have? He's he's let me let me let me let me look it up right now. He's got a lot. He's got he's got he's probably over half a million, right? Uh, I'm sure. Let's see. Okay. Again, well, again, I'm sure I would bet so much money on it. Another twenty seven thousand followers. Another paid Democrat operative. Another paid Democrat operative. His sole job being paid by whoever, whatever and, operatives or whatever organization under the Democrats are paying him is just a tweet, just a tweet. It doesn't matter if it's true. It matters the traction it gets and the message and the narrative it pushes. It's Martin Luther King Day. Accuse Republicans of wanting to pull Martin Luther King books out of libraries and schools. And it will look like lie. fucking racist. It will look like Republicans are racist. We need to do this and we need to do it now. Yep, just make oh. up some outlandish lie and just 
uh, put it out there for your half a million followers. And then here's my favorite, one of my favorite people on Twitter, another gift that keeps on giving. I love her tweets every day. She just makes me so happy. Our friend Jojo from Jers. Jojo. Who, by the way, by the way, complains that her, I think she's sing, I think she's divorced now or something. And she was talking about being a single mom and her refrigerator in her house broke. But if you go on her link tree or something, literally, you can pay her $500 a month to get exclusive content and she'll talk to you. I actually tweeted, I'm like, hey, why don't you just start an OnlyFans? You yeah. know, like $500 a month. And literally she'll like, she'll, she'll tweet directly with you. This ridiculous, vile. Alan, we should, we should pitch We should put the money together and, and, and buy that and just fuck with her. Like so hard. It'd be so much fun to make our own content out of it. (laughs) So Jojo says today's Republican party worships a notorious racist, someone who called into question the birthplace of our first black president and took out a full page ad calling the execution of the now exonerated central park. Five, I think we all know how they would have treated MLK. Again, this is just nothing more. Do you think for any, any minute, for for a second, that this dumb white bitch from Jersey sat there and just thought of this tweet in her stupid head? I think she did. I think she did. I think she's that stupid. I think think she's paid. I think she believes the bullshit. No, no, no. That you didn't. That that's not what I asked. I. She believes it, but she did not sit there and think about the Central Park Five on her own. She did not think about. See, the thing is, though, Alan, the, the Central Park Five, every time someone tries to say Donald Trump is racist, that's something that they always bring up. They always bring that up and they bring out bring up. He's like, oh, they didn't allow black people to rent from his his buildings. That's the things right. that they yeah. always bring up. So the Central Park Five is not something that that I'm, I'm surprised that she brought up. It's not I really don't, I don't care about what the thing is. I'm saying she did not think about all of this on her own. They are given these people who are being paid by the Democratic Party are given or listen, I bet she I bet all of these people got emails the day before the couple yes. days before. These are these are talk, tweeted however you want. These these are talking points. You got to tweet out that yeah. that I can agree with. She, it, she it, took the talking points and, 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 and added it, to it. That, it, that it, I can it, agree with that. I can agree with nothing yes. to agree to. It's a fact because it's the same thing on the right when all of these retards all of these conservative influencers that go to talk, uh, uh, Turning Point USA and they tell them because Bryson Gray confirmed it on mm-hmm. my show that they are all given the talking points to tweet out, but to tweet it out differently. So it looks like original content. Yes. Give me a break. It's, it's all they are doing. It's one thing to retweet something that you agree with, but it's another thing to just blatantly tweet something that you couldn't think of anything yourself because, well, they're, they're paid to do it. This is their side hustle. This is their job. Maybe some of them, it's they have such a big following that it's their full-time hustle from the Democratic uh, uh, machine because they're so good at pushing that narrative because it's all about what do you see over and over on tweets this tweet right here from jojo jers was probably retweeted over a thousand times a fuck ton of times dude a fuck so, ton of times probably more than a thousand this probably is what social this is what social media has grown into and it's a great tool 
which the Republicans don't use to their advantage as a party. They well, do not use it as an advantage. They're, they're also censored to, to an, it's a, they're also super censored. I mean, that's a big difference as well. Listen, they, they could turn around and they can get hundreds of conservative influencers, small and large, that are not censored, okay? And they can have them programmed to tweet out information just like a campaign ad, just like the Democrats do. I personally don't agree with it, but this is what the Democrats are doing. This is what they're doing for idiots like JoJo Jers and Brooklyn Defiant and whatever Reich. Yeah, she, she said, Ron DeSantis signed a law that restricts discussion of race in schools, colleges, and workplaces. He also wrote a book which, which is wrong. includes justifications excusing legalization of slavery in the United States Constitution. But hey, happy Martin Luther King Day. Yeah, which, she's a fucking idiot. Again, um, manipulate the facts and tell lies. Yep, and and that one tweet got only six hundred and sixteen retweets. Surprisingly, the 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 Santis one got twelve hundred. Yeah. Um, but these people are, are are absolute clowns. Meanwhile, meanwhile, this is this is their president. Heard was a parliamentary library, a keeper of the institution of the Senate, and he was the institution itself. But to me, and many people here today, like guys I see, Bill Bradley and Jim Sasser, who long left the Senate for greener pastures. And I hope better remuneration. Used to kid about that too, but I, uh, for a lot of us, he was a friend. He was a mentor and he was a guy. Oh, old Robert Byrd given the eulogy for the exalted Cyclops, Robert Byrd. Joe Biden is probably the, at least one of the biggest racists in politics. He oh, he, was, he he was uh, literally groomed, for lack of a better word, when he became a senator by segregationists. I mean, the the whole. I mean, Kamala Harris hates his guts so just over the busing bullshit. When they you saw that in the debates, yep. and. and and right now, Joe Biden is just, I'm, I'm going to do what I say and what people say. He, he has no clue what's going on anymore. He, he has no care, clue. No, he doesn't care about equity inclusion or black people or Hispanic people. He does not give a shit. He's a cranky old man, and I'm sure every chance he gets behind closed doors, he's dropping the N-bomb and everything else, okay? Because it's all smoke and mirrors. And, and, and it... This this is what they'll keep doing. But you notice, people, all of those tweets and so many more, probably hundreds of, of, of more people tweeting like that, how Republicans and conservatives have no right to celebrate the legacy of Martin Luther King because of the color of their skin. They're, they're all white people saying it. Every they're single one all... that we posted out there. Is Brooklyn dad white? No. He's, I think he's like, I think he's, I think he's mixed raced. I don't know. But, I'm but the sure. majority of the people that we just showed were all very, very white people. But you go, if you listen, go on any social media outlet, any social media platform and, and round up the liberals screaming racism. And I'm, I 95% of them, the active ones with big followings are all white. And then go ahead and find, the large amount of black people 
on both sides, actually, that will disagree with what these white racists who are pandering and gaslighting for people that they don't even care about. How, how many? It, it's there's there's tons of them, Alan. There's, there's so many of them. And you could see like it's not only it's just mostly white white people, but you could see how similar all of their tweets are. They're all in the same subject matter. They're all talking about the same exact thing to your point earlier that it's they're probably given talking points and make them your own. Um, and and this is this is how they operate. And they get thousands and thousands of retweets and and followings because they're they're pushed heavily because we see through the twitter files that our federal government is literally paying these these places to to silence certain people and push others sure and now we're here in this situation and now you have these regular npc normies they're like yeah this is this is this is true i could see this like it's getting thousands of retweets no no big deal yeah it's fucking insane, Alan. It is it is peak level clown world shit. Like it really is. It doesn't get any more uh crazy than this. Actually, actually, it, it might. It might, Alan. Have you seen the new owner for Miss Universe? Oh, yes. Lady Boy Extraordinaire. Yes. I she, tweeted about it today. She's she's out there fighting for women everywhere. Bought it for $20 million. You have her speech? Extremely important, not just for me, not just for JK and Global Group Public Limited, but for all the women and trans women. Women and trans women? the fans of Miss Universe have been watching, been with us for 70 years now. It's the time that we lift the spirit of women on the stage and having the platform globally to show to the whole world that we are intelligent, we are beautifully confident, and we can be iconic women. Women. <laughs> they didn't... Did, did they have... Um. Oh no! Oh yeah, yeah. So it was it. So that they had the pageant, and it mm -hmm. was the twenty two. So it's the twenty twenty two winner that they announced in the beginning of twenty twenty three. That's how they do it. I guess I don't know how it yeah, works. They had it already. So, but did you? You don't have the video of her of her speech on stage, do you? No, I don't. I could pull oh, it up though. No, no, no. It's not even a big deal. Her, her her voice haunts me. Um, made this big speech on stage though at the pageant. With her, with her, he, she gown on, and how it's a new era. Feminist, fe, you know, feminism, uh, new era of feminism, and a trans woman, and uh, all of this. Okay, now they have taken the institution of Miss Universe, and um, have have made it a complete joke. And again, are just dismissing anything that women do because tell me this, people. We know who this crazy lady boy is that bought the Miss Universe pageant for $20 million. Every this is the headline. This is what made the headline. Mm -hmm. 
Nobody knows who the contestants are. Nobody knows who the winner is. I mean, it's out there. You can just look it up. But nobody's – when you People have, thought she was the winner. That's how, that's how crazy it was. People thought right. she won the pageant. Well, she didn't win. She fucking owns it. She, yeah, bought, she it. bought it. She bought it. So, so nobody knows who won and who the contestants are, and that's what the pageant is supposed to be about, about the contestants and the winner, about, you know – uh, world peace and all this bullshit that they talk about. Like, no, that th- that's not, that, that, none of that matters anymore. And that's really messed up for the women. Uh, the, the actual real women. The ones that work so hard, their life is that pageant and for that title. And none of them count. And we're going to talk about some lady boy with a, a schlong who bought the twenty million dollars. That's what we're going to talk about. And I'll tell you this: I, I, I would love to see women stand up for their rights because I'm sure that there are. And I don't follow any of these pageants or anything. I think they're all a, a joke. But I'm imagining that there are trans, there are men that dress up as women in these pageants. I'm sure there are. I know there are all over the world for other things. I'm sure there is a. I'm sure there's a Miss Universe, uh, a, a trans contestant. I'm sure. Didn't they just have one? I thought there was the fat, the fat Asian guy that won some pageant, some I don't beauty know. pageant. No idea. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they did it trans. But I don't know. I don't know. And 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 honestly, at this point, I don't care anymore because people are allowing this to happen in institutions out of the threat of being labeled a transphobe. You know what? Fuck you, I am a transphobe, because what they're doing to institutions and what they're doing to the LD, they've completely destroyed yep. the LGBTQ community. Without they've a doubt. completely destroyed it. Without a Everything doubt. It has to do with being queer or some sort of fucking gender, one or another. This one's a unicorn. This one's a furry goat, whatever it is. All all tie their wagons to the LGBTQ community and then they just add another fucking letter to it. And then it just, they're trying trying to use the LGBT community as, as a vehicle to eventually get to their end goal, which is full blown pedophilia. That, that, that's, that's exactly what they're trying to do. And we're going to, we're going to talk about that a lot tomorrow. So we'll see. Even, even when I I brought up, like what we'll talk about tomorrow, it's not even so much. It's, it's not, the end game for everyone for pedophilia okay no but the people that are hitching their wagon to the lgbt community that's usually their end goal it's there it's 100 there um it's just listen this this is this is how people want to live okay they can live that way but don't come in here and guilt institutions to bend the knee because you're a fucking freak and have a mental illness. Yeah, I less said than one, hair. Less than 1% of the nation's population. Less than 1%. And mm-hmm. to confirm, Alan, Brian Gwynn uh, becomes Miss America's first transgender local title. Uh, Miss, so Miss America. Won, he, the, the thing won in, in, in New Hampshire. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, so actually, I was, so uh, I'm friends with... Um, Maddie Ray and, and Judith Rose. I don't know if you're familiar with them. No uh, Judith, Judith Rose is the, the liberal TikToker who 
has blue hair and and then early on like early on in 2020 made a video about how she's no longer a liberal and it's team donnie and she went viral all over the place um she looks like a typical blue-haired liberal well her her husband is a trans uh, trans man so she was what he was a woman uh and is now a man and he put out a tweet today that actually I would love to have him on and talk. about. He's actually one of the founders against gays against groomers, uh, Matty yeah. Ray. Okay. And uh, yeah, he's one of the founders over there. And he put out a tweet today. He's like, he's like, I started my transition when I was 26 and I'm having so, so many serious medical issues because of the testosterone and hormone treatment that I'm taking. Like it's, 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 it's almost unbearable. And he's like, he's like, no one told me about, these effects or these things that would be happening to me. He's like, I had top surgery in 2020. He's like, I'm in my, my wife can't even lay on my chest because I'm having so many muscle spasms. I'm in so much pain all the time. He's like, this is, this is not something that should be taken lightly. And it should be serious. He's, he's like, if I had known these things going into it, I would have found other ways to figure out why I, I feel the way that I, I, I do. And he's like, not only was I 26 and this, this is something that should be taken seriously, this should never be pushed on children or even early teens. Uh, anything like this because wow. of the, it's it, so I would love to, I, I'm going to reach out to him and get him on the show. How about, how about, how about these whack jobs that go and have the bottom surgery and then they want literally to have constructed a, a, a fake vagina. Cause that's what it is. It's fake. And it's nothing more than an open wound that they have to put things like, <sighs> In dia- different diameters, they like they look like dog toys in there just to keep it open, knowing that that is an it's open. It's like a pocket pussy in in your is, body. Yeah, that it is. A, but it's 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 a wound. It's a wound, I and I I can't imagine. I mean, there are people that are having complications where it's trying to close, and they have to go and have like oh, an emergency shit. surgery. I can't imagine what's going to happen. Because I, you maybe you're seeing more and more of it, and I'm sure it's happening. It's just not being reported. The amount of infections and complications, and maybe even death due to infection, because you're trying to have a fake vagina and keep it open, an open wound. You're like, like it's like I'm I'm gonna just uh, I don't know burrow a hole in my stomach, and I'm gonna throw a tennis ball in there because I want to keep it open. It, it makes no sense, dude. It's it's sad because there's there, there's a big industry. Doctors are preying on younger yeah. younger people, and they're making so much money doing this. And it's so sick, and it's so evil. I tell you what, and, I'm excited for. What are you excited for, Alan? I'm excited for Dylan Mulvaney's um, big reveal, big face reveal from the big fa- from the big another another big- paid operative by the the, the, yeah. the Biden White House, another paid operative oh. that we're that we're dealing with. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited too, Alan. Do you want to see her tits? Um, yeah. Yeah. You want to know how I know you're gay? (laughs) (laughs) It's like a, that's like a, that's like a train wreck. It's it's absolute train wreck, dude. I want to see, I want to see how he puts the Barbie pouch on before he puts his clothes on. Actually, I want to see, yeah, I want to see how that works. Like, I want to watch the whole, 
I actually want to hand them the duct tape and be like, here. You, you can probably move. Google it, dude. There's probably YouTube videos that are totally fine on the YouTubes. Yeah, I, don't, I don't I don't want to watch it on YouTube. Like I want I, if Dylan Mulvaney made a, a like a live stream, I'd, I'd probably watch it. I'd probably even pay a few dollars to watch You're it. Like, we're going to do Barbie pouch um, procedures today. Yeah. Dude, that's disgusting. Full blown tutorial, step by step. How to like it doesn't make somebody gay. That makes somebody really just want to see the train wreck. That no, it makes them a sick fuck, and also also mentally ill in their own right. I am mentally ill in my own right. I own that. This is true. I don't. I don't. I don't pretend to be normal. I'll give you that. You 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 embrace you embrace that you're a sick fuck. Yeah, you embrace it. You, I do. You, you you embrace it. Um, I own that shit. So Alan, we got about fifteen minutes left in the show. We got two things that we could talk about. I'm gonna pass it off to you, and which one you'd rather talk about today and push off to tomorrow. So we have the nat- the uh, Declaration of North America. Yeah, that really doesn't interest me. Maybe we can push on that tomorrow. I, I don't and, think it doesn't interest me. And because- we have Davos. So. I want to, I want to, cause I want to, I just want to call out some stuff on, on this, on this yeah, Davos, Davos, whatever the fuck you want to call it. So today's the first day. Very interesting that Klaus Schwab said that due to a health issue, he was not going to be there, at least for the first day. George Soros, not there. I don't know what his issue is. I didn't see that. Just supposedly that those two aren't going to be there for the opening thing, which is very odd because literally the fucking dark Sith Lord, uh, Klaus Schwab would give his big creepy, hey, we're going to take over the world and and blah, blah, blah. But that didn't happen. It's very interesting because people, there was a large uh, uh, slew of U.S. officials, our representation that's there. Um, Roger Stone, by the way, Roger Stone has a great sub stack. So if you're into reading sub stacks and subscribing to them, you should uh, subscribe to Roger Stone's. It's rogerstone.substack.com. And he put something out on his Substack today, and uh, it was the list, the entire list of the um, U.S. officials out of there. And actually, if you go there, you can get the entire list of everyone that is at the Davos, whatever. All, all the world leaders. World Economic Forum sick cult meeting that's there. But anyway, I wanted to go down the list really quick. And some are obviously are, are, are not surprising. Um, John Kerry, special presidential envoy for climate of the United States of America. So he is the um, man bear pig czar. Catherine. Mm-hmm. Uh, super, super cereal. Yeah, super cereal. Catherine uh, Ty, who is the United States trade representative. Martin J. Walsh, who's the our secretary oh, of yeah. labor of the United States. Uh, Samantha Power, the Administrator for U.S. Agency for International Development. Avril Haines, the U.S. Director of National Intelligence. Christopher Wray, the Director of the FBI. Brian Kemp, the Governor of Georgia. Christopher Coons, Senator from Delaware, Democrat. Daryl Issa, a Congressman from California, a Republican out of the 48th District. Gregory Meeks, congressman from New York, uh, Democrat out of the 5th District. Gretchen Whitmer, governor of the state of Michigan. Lord Farquaad's attending. Lord Farquaad's attending. Uh, J.B. Pritzker, governor of Illinois. 
James Risch, Senator from Idaho, Republican. Joe Manchin, Senator from West Virginia, Democrat. Kristen Cinema, Senator from Arizona, Independent. Uh, Maria Cantwell, Senator from Washington, Democrat. Uh, Maria Elvira Salazar, Congresswoman from Florida, Republican. Mike Gallagher, Congressman from Wisconsin, Republican. Uh, Mickey Sherrill, uh, Congresswoman from New Jersey, Democrat. And Seth Moulton, Congresswoman from Massachusetts, uh, Congressman, might as well be a Congresswoman, he's a Democrat, and from Massachusetts. Uh, Congressman from Massachusetts, who's a Democrat. So those are right now the, the official list of uh, um, the American delegation that is in Davos for the World Economic Forum. There they I'm are. I'm wondering what they're doing there. I'm wondering what they're doing there. I, it's, it's so funny to me, Alan. They went up there today and they were saying that everybody who's saying that, you know, we'll, we'll own nothing, we'll eat the bugs, that's all conspiracy. Meanwhile, meanwhile, all of those originated from the World Economic Forum's website. Like that's where we got all that information from was directly that they're now now scrubbing and try to make go away because they didn't think we'd be smart enough to look at their website and check for our fucking selves that, oh, maybe all of the, the richest and most powerful people in the world are getting together and talking about things. Well, what the fuck are they talking about? Because it's really the Bilderberg meeting that's kind of turned into the World Econo Economic Forum because the Bilderberg meeting was getting such a bad rap. Yeah. And and they've just kind of they rebranded it basically. But it's all of the world leaders getting together discussing what's gonna happen and how to shape society. Like you think I talked about this a while ago on our show, um, early on. And I, I I always said to people, I'm like, do you think that like these trends just show up out of nowhere organically? Like, do you yeah. think in the, in the 80s when MC Hammer was wearing parachute pants and everybody mm -hmm. was rocking them things? Do you think that just showed up organically or like the ice bucket challenge just shows up organically? Yeah. Or do you think there's there's people that are pushing these things out there? Um that are are, are 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 sending these celebrities out there to put out the new trendy thing. This is why everybody's doing the same thing. Like I I was actually gonna make a video. The other day, I'm away out of the gym, and I still, I'm still probably going to make it. But I, I go to the gym on a regular basis. I, I go to my local white supremacy meeting every mm -hmm. every single week, three times a week minimum. And every time I go in there, at least 15 people, 15, 12 to 15 people, are wearing Bass Pro Shop hats. Everybody's wearing the same fucking Bass pro shop hat and i hear they're like two dollars and that's why everybody wears them but i'm like well, if they were two dollars why wasn't everybody wearing them five years ago why is everybody wearing them now it's like bass pro shop is the spot to go like let's go to bass pro shop on the weekend guys it's fucking popping I, I gotta tell you i gotta i gotta tell you i have a lot of friends who are like big hunters and fishermen and every time they go away they have to look to see if there's a bass pro shop around it's 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 wild like they, they, they look that I, I i get it's a store and 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 they have cool stuff to buy especially if you're an outdoors guy and they're not ever they're like cabela's they're not in every every location mm -hmm. but at the same at the same time we're talking like regular fucking like chad and chet from the fucking frat house are wearing bass pro shop hats because it's the cool thing to do like right. everybody's wearing the cool fucking hat like and it's all the same it's all the same like it's it's one one thing like you, you used to spot them every once in a while to those people that are outdoorsmen that love bass pro shop that go there every time they see one but now it's like everybody a guy who's never been to bass fucking pro shop is wearing a bass pro shop hat 
Like it's like it makes no okay. sense. These are tr- these are the trends that I'm saying. Like you think this just happened organically, or you think that they use this to push these trends out there on purpose? And the, these these yeah, kinds yeah. of things get not so simple at, at Davos, uh, more of a, a grand scale at Davos, in my opinion. Um, but these are all planned out things that are put together by these world leaders. They're getting together for a reason and they're flying their private jets and telling us, Oh, we need to save climate. We need to stop using gas stoves, guys. We need to yeah. climate change this man, bear pig. And I, I yeah. mentioned earlier, I mentioned earlier that they're all flying their private jets to Davos and they're all, they're all going um, on their private jets. Well, they asked for all of their, their pilots to be unvaccinated and here's a here's a good little interview kind of discussing all of this. And the U.S. Freedom Flyers, Josh Yoda, he's the head president of the U.S. Freedom Flyers. He said they're getting calls now from wealthy businessmen and companies to fly their executives around on business jets with unvaccinated crews. Now, they get the luxury of being able to choose because there are still a large amount of crew available in the United States who are not vaccinated because the companies they work for didn't mandate it. These these wealthy businessmen are requiring unvaccinated crew on their business. Now, passengers of an airline on an airline ticket don't have that luxury. It's just like, okay. Are you you aware of that happening in Australia as well, Alan? No, we don't really have as as big a market for a business and court jets here. And uh, we're not we're not at the leading edge of, of getting calls. But the US Freedom Flyers have been going a lot longer than the Aussie Freedom Flyers. And uh, they're, they're a lot more well-connected than we are. But certainly, you know, if there are any businessmen out there that want to fly business jets, that I, myself, team members on the court case in the Magnificent 24 and a whole bunch of other Virgin Virgin Australia crew that are on the ground, qualified, type-rated, experienced, vaccinated, that are available because they... Yeah. Josh Yoder. So I'm going to reach out to Josh. I have his kind of, I met him at, at one of the events that I went to. He's a really, really cool guy. Um, and so, uh, we're going to get him on the show. So now, I mean... I... It's a rhetorical question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Go for it. You know, just just for, for, for people out there to why do they why, if in fact they're asking for unvaccinated pilots, why why are they asking for that? Well, gee, I wonder why they want unvaccinated pilots to hope that they don't drop dead while it's flying not- their rich ass to wherever it is they have to go because. Mm-hmm. People are young, young people, young people in general are dying. Okay. Just Emerald Robinson on, on Twitter, uh, put out, I think today, a list of, I think just within the past, um, month of the amount of people that on their ages that died. And I saw it because Christina, Bob Trump's attorney retweeted it. And I saw it here, literally, here you go. January 11th, Logan Holgate died at 18. January 9th, Hunter Brown died at 21. January 9th, Blaze Jacob died at 17. January 8th, Jordan Brister died at 18. January 5th, Ashara Hughes died at 16. January 2nd, 
Jake Madison died at 20. December 30th, Theo Gibbs died at 18. December 26th, Max Sorison died at 17. Why are all these young people just dropping dead? Why do they want unvaccinated pilots to fly them around so they don't fucking die? Nothing to see here, Alan. And and just to like yeah, and the whole and the whole climate change thing, how they're all flying in on their on their jets. This whole listen, this whole World Economic Forum. It started out as an international business conference. We know it evolved into just basically a hoedown for the ruling global elite. And you talk about you know uh, Bilderberg and 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 Bohemian Grove. Forget the about Council of Foreign this, Relations, the Trilateral this, Commission. This, this right now is where billionaires and politicians that they control gather and what they're gathering to every time they there is is to further the agenda and the plot to uh to the destruction of our constitutional freedoms and and the freedom of people all around the world and this this year they, this year they want to talk about climate change and of course it's ironic that a conference on climate change they're expected to draw over a thousand private jets and, and all these people of industry and politics attending billionaires and millionaires and multimillionaires, they all want unvaccinated. It's very heavily policed. No, 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 as well. There's a very, and there's a wall, there's heavily police. uh, It's like 5,000 between five and 6,000 law enforcement personnel there. They have their own police as well. It's not even, it's not even, it's not even the Davos police. It's their own. No, it, 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 it actually, it's, it's police from other countries too. Like there was, a, I believe, Italian uh, a police from Italy there that they flew in. Like they were bringing their own delegations. I was watching a reporter talk to just the, the local police there, and um, they didn't they didn't mind that they were being recorded, but they spoke to them and they blurred out their faces because they like they didn't want to be seen there. You know, it is what it is. George Soros did say that he's not attending at all, and he's not attending at all. Um, I, just, probably- I just saw that uh, Klaus Schwab is is very unwell and won't be attending either. And I don't think that's true at all. Maybe that I'm wondering if he's going to, well, it'll be, it'll be like this. If he's that unwell, then he won't. But if he's not that unwell, I would imagine maybe he would do something remotely unless he has already. I haven't seen anything that he's done anything remotely because I'd find it odd that him not being there and then I'm at him at least not being well enough to do something remotely on zoom or Skype to address the whole, you know, uh, discussing nefarious delegation, but um, people should, uh, you know, just just realize that these people are not going there to try to better relations uh, within countries and economies and try to stop, uh, you know, a a nineteen seventies type economy where it'll take ten years to, to 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 recover. No, that's not what they want. They want to find ways and figure out ways and loopholes to screw everybody. The World Control. Economic yeah, the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, hand in hand with the UN and whoever else would love to nothing to just have a one world government, a one world court, a one world whatever. And guess what? over my dead body and over most people's dead bodies, including those, not just in America, not just in America. We're not, we're not the only ones 
that have to worry about and fight for our freedoms because they're doing it in Canada, they're doing it all over Europe and 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 other places. Still, they're they're doing it all over the fucking world, dude. People yeah. are freaking out. They're pissed off. People are done with this with this globalist agenda. They're done with them uh, putting these mandates on people. They're done with uh, the them robbing them blind in the economy and and inflate and the inflation mm-hmm. that they're pushing on the American. There's, none of this is by accident. This is all by design. This is all done like this inflation that we talk about that's being done by design was formulated and planned at Davos. Like this is where these, these plans come together. This is the the China virus, the China virus thing. It started at Davos and they had, they had the event 201. They had all these, these things with uh, um, St. John's university, et cetera. But Davos is where the plan started. I'm going to leave it like this because we're out of time for me is, you know what people, if you don't have a dozen eggs in your refrigerator, you are lower than lower class. You probably, two, you probably can't get an ID to vote. I have two dozen eggs in my in my refrigerator. We are not the same. Nope. Okay? We're not, We're the, not same. the same. I'm up here, and if you don't have a dozen eggs in your refrigerator, you're down here. You are shit. Just you so you know. You probably can't get an ID to vote. And you probably can't get an ID to vote. Because you are and, shit. Uh, because you are shit. Um. Yep. And if you, yeah, if you yeah. don't have eggs, you have nothing. Eggs are wealth. They are. Eggs are wealth. Health is wealth, my friend. Health is wealth. Well, Alan, it was a fun uh, Monday Madness. Uh, this will be the last one for a while. You might see us on a Monday Madness sometime later down on down the road, but we'll be back tomorrow, uh, our regular time. Because what we were talking about with Davos, part of that plan is the Declaration of North America. Where do you think that's been formulated? And where do you think that they thought about these ideas? So we have a lot to talk about tomorrow. Come hang out with us tomorrow, 830 Eastern. Same bat time, same bat channel. Uh, share, share, share. We really Not appreciate it. same bat time, no, 830 p.m. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I'm kind of retarded. 830 yeah. p.m. So it's a different bat time, I should say. Same bat channel. Um, we'll and be actually, back. And, and, and re- not to cut you off, but for those who are listening to the tail end of the show, because we're going to talk about this tomorrow along with the North American Declaration. But tomorrow, if you get a chance, everybody, I want you to Google transatism and, and, and read up a little bit on it because I was doing some reading on it today and I'm actually going to do some more tonight because we're going to talk about trans ageism. You have trans race, you have transracial people, transgender people. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about trans ageist aging trans i can't even say trans ageism people so, so I, i'm for this alan we'll talk about it tomorrow but and, i'm for and, this. and how important it is to pay attention to this because it's been going on for a long time but, but it, it's coming it, it's becoming more relevant and prevalent i'm going to identify as a 65 year old man and start collecting social security not a bad idea so uh everybody tune in tomorrow we're gonna have a lot of fun gang banging on some tr- some trans age people uh and davos and and everything that's going on so we appreciate everybody listened uh we'll be back tomorrow 8 30 tune in until next time guys where we go one we go all